Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. It's cold out there, so if you haven't already, be sure and get your coat and uh, be uh, prepared for the cold day ahead. So uh, maybe it'll warm up a little bit. But I am uh, feeling a lot better. I can't uh, thank you all enough for all the prayers you all have been so kind as to offer up uh, uh, the, on uh, where I post on Facebook. It's been a rough couple of weeks. I ain't going to lie to you. It has been really, really rough. So I praise God I'm feeling feeling better today, breathing better. And uh, I not really it's been a, you know, I, you all know I have a lot of health problems. And I um, usually, it's nothing. I mean, it's not uncommon at all for me to have pneumonia, bronchitis, two, three, four, five times a year. But praise God, over the course of the last year, year and a half, uh, I haven't had anything. So, uh, so I'm, I'm grateful, uh, you know, that uh, you know, even though I did get sick, at least it's been been a while since I have, since I've been sick. <laughs> so, let's see all we have here this morning. We got Miss Donna Taylor. Good morning, Miss Amy Oaks Turner. Lois Adams, Mr. Lee Miller, Darlene Barker, and uh, appreciate, uh, and uh, she said to be praying for Wendy James. I know she's having some trouble as well, and and uh, several other people in the church are struggling, uh, uh, got some health issues going on right now as we speak. So, well, at this time, my friends, let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance, if you are so able to. You might be driving, not be able to, or, you know, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Justice for all, my friends. Uh, it is, uh, I think that's something that's becoming um, less and less of a thing, <laughs> justice for all. You know, I... Uh, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of surprised at the amount of liberal and left-leaning individuals on my Facebook. I'll be honest with you, I was kind of shocked at the amount of individuals. And uh, I didn't realize it to all this is coming out with George Floyd. And, and uh, uh, But it is uh, there was a post this morning I saw, I'll be honest with you, I, it took everything I had in me. I mean, it really, if, uh, it is, I, you talk about restraint. Uh, I, I feel like I want to type on there. That's the stupidest thing I've seen all day. You know, I want to, oh, I just <laughs> I realize how bad I want to go off. Anyways, individual types on there, and and, and I, I, it blew my mind. Uh, you know, the, the girl that was shot in Ohio uh, by the police officer. And this individual had the the nerve to put the police officer down says that we need justice for this girl and that uh, he had no business shooting her and killing her. He, he could aim for the leg or something like that and that she was the one actually defending herself or something. I thought, you talk about a racist, bigoted post, you know? I mean, and that's all that was. I, I read that, I thought, this, this can't be real. I, I can't believe what I'm reading here. Anybody that's got a TV and has seen the footage Shows the girl wielding a knife, getting ready to stab the other girl. There's no way to tell how old she is. The cop had to make a split-second decision. 
we're not trained police officers. We don't know how we're supposed to react or respond. Uh, in fact, there was another footage that they were showing this morning on the news from a neighbor across the street. Even the neighbor said, hey, he had literally seconds. There was not enough time to aim for a leg or he had to react. Otherwise, there could have been two dead girls instead of one. But, uh, but see, here's nothing that was going on, too, at the same time is there was a man kicking a girl in the head at the same time this other girl stabbed, getting ready to stab, plunge a knife in another girl's chest. Uh, I'll be honest with you. That's why I'm not a cop, because I'd have shot his sorry backside as well, because I tell you what, I can stand somebody, uh, the thoughts of a man hitting another woman. And I tell you, when I see that footage, that, that makes me more angry. I mean, I hate if there was a loss of life, don't get me wrong. But to see, there, see that man, a man kicking this girl, I tell you what, I'd have shot his backside too. That's why I'm not a cop. But, uh, but he had to make a split decision with all the chaos going on to save somebody's life. The man was a hero. And to sit there and see ridiculous garbage like that put on there, I tell you guys, I get so mad I can't see straight. I, I really do. I, it's just, uh, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm just tired of seeing our cops demonized. You know, uh, they're trying to do the best they can, trying to protect us. Is that They can't do their job without some... ignorant comment like that being put out there and then lebron james is a well, i don't get me started anyway <laughs> i just i'm sorry guys you know i, I know that uh, you may be watching so i come here for a um, uh, devotion i don't need to hear your political commentary but who if we don't speak up and speak out you know this is what's going to continue and uh as a christian as a pastor i have a responsibility to point out things that are that needs to be addressed. And we can't just simply put our head in the sand and think this stuff's going to go away. See, that's not the problem with too many preachers out there. They won't talk about this kind of stuff because they don't want to offend. They don't want to hurt little feelings. You know, we have to address cultural issues that are relevant for today. And we have to point out things, particularly in response to our police officers who are demonized. Here, you know, the police officers are actually doing the work of God. Uh, and and that's, God's word talks about though protecting others. They have a very high calling. Yes, there are police officers out there who abuse their position and have done things that are wrong, because we live in a sin-filled world. There's pastors who have abused their position and done things that are wrong. There's nobody. There's none righteous on that one. There's people. But you know, we need to start. Somebody needs to start standing up for our police officers, our military, our veterans. We you know we we got to start you know quit allowing the the minority run their big mouths, flapping their gums, and while the majority sit back and say, well, I don't agree with that, but I'm not going to say nothing. Quit being a spineless individual and start saying, you know what, I, I'm not taking this anymore. And so if if you don't like what my political views are, so be it. You know, uh, uh, you know that's the problem with, it, with society today. If you don't want to hear it, you just simply tune out and you just, you do cancel culture. You know, we need to, to have dialogue. We need to have, listen to opposing views and, and try to talk these things out. And not everything, you know, I don't care if that was two black girls or if it's two white girls. The, the man had to make a judgment call. It had nothing to do with race. Zero. But that's but the liberals want to make it into a race issue, and I'm out, I've I've had a belly full of it. I told you this before. I'd rather my daughter marry a good, godly Christian black man that will be good to her than some white man who would beat her and abuse her. All right, I, you know, to me, well, my for my daughter, I want her to be with somebody who's going to treat her kind and loving, and somebody who loves Jesus that's going to be good to her. And I I don't. 
give a rat's derriere what color you are as long as you're good to my kid. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't care what color you are. Any man puts his hand on my daughter, I'll be starting a prison ministry. So, you know, <laughs> so I, was, I could care less about your skin tone. But I'm just tired of this rhetoric being pushed out there. Like I said before, the only thing that's going to heal this is Jesus Christ. He's the only thing that's going to heal this because that, that's what it takes is that heart condition to be healed, to pull us together as one. It is the human race, all right? God created us. It doesn't matter what color you are. We are all one race, the human race. And we people need to get this through their heads, and I've just had it with it, you know? And when I read that this morning, I'm sorry, guys. I just had to go off, so... But anyway... Well, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning. Ephesians one thirteen. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him were sealed with a promised Holy Spirit. All right. When we, uh, at the moment of salvation, I told you all this before. I remember uh, talking to a, a lady one time, and she had some uh, some pretty, uh, how can I say this diplomatically, um, let's say she was a little more charismatic than I was in, in her beliefs as a Christian. And uh, I didn't really agree with a lot of what she was saying. And one area that uh, I really had problems with uh, when I was talking to her, uh, this is just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. There's nobody on here that uh, that knows knows who this is. Uh, so nobody even went to my church. So, you know. Uh, but she said that, uh, yes, said, pray for my husband that he will receive the Holy Spirit. I was like, uh, was well, he praying to save Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Yeah, but he hadn't got through the Holy Spirit. And I thought, well, that's not how that works. See, we receive the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation. Uh, you can see that in uh, uh, Galatians uh, 3, 2 through 5, and Romans 8 and 9. Uh, that helps substantiate back that up with what I'm saying this morning. And uh, so we receive the Holy Spirit at the, at the moment of, of salvation. So there's no getting saved and then hoping the Holy Spirit will fill you. It, it happens at salvation. And uh, that's one thing that Jesus Christ talked about in the upper room. Uh, he said that there will be another helper. There will be, you know, as he told about the paracletos, the Holy Spirit uh, that will help us. Uh, that, you know, as he descended into heaven, uh, the Holy Spirit come to fill us and sustain us. And that, and that is the third person of the Trinity. And, uh, of course, I, I know the Trinity is hard to uh, understand, and, and I've got a tattoo that I've got from my Greek class and uh, my undergraduate studies. In fact, when he handed that out in my Greek class, I said, man, I make a killer tattoo. He's, well, I don't know. <laughs> he got tore up. But, hey, I got it anyway. That was a cool tattoo. I like to see. can't really see it anyway. But uh, but as the third person of the Trinity, the, the helper to encourage us, to to uh, to sustain us, to fulfill us, that's what the Holy Spirit is there to do. And, you know, when we, you know, say, for example, as a parent, you see uh, your kids uh, portraying good qualities, things that you have instilled in them, uh, that they're uh, being polite or they're, they're helping others, you know, that makes you feel good. But if your kids are doing things that are, are drawing out the the worst qualities that you have uh it grieves you it hurts you uh and you're thinking oh man don't, don't act that way that's wrong in fact i've, I've told my kids when i've uh, lost my temper i've told them i said uh, hey don't act like me you be better than me you know uh and so when we don't uh 
personify the things of Jesus Christ. When we don't uh, act in a way, and it's not acting, it, it is uh, trying to pursue righteousness. It's trying to uh, to have a, a uh, that Christ-like mind uh, to strive for that goal to be more like Christ. Uh, we want to do those things that are pleasing. But when we sin, when we mess up, that's what grieves the Holy Spirit. When we do those things that are, 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 are not honoring to God, that grieves the Holy Spirit. In one area, you know, if you are harboring bitterness and hatred and things towards somebody else, then, you know, you are, not only, you, you are grieving the Holy Spirit. That is wrong. See, God is bestowing upon us grace and mercy and forgiveness. And we need to show those very same quality to those around us. And I know it's hard for a lot of people at least for me, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 mean, I shouldn't paint everybody with a broad brush, but I don't know about you all watching this morning. But if somebody crosses me, if somebody ticks me off, uh, I am, you know, I can easily shut you out. And I don't have nothing else to do with you, you know. And that's an area of my life that I have to really fight. I don't want bitterness. I don't want division. I want reconciliation. I want to show that Christ-like love. You know, as many times as we hurt Christ, we expect his forgiveness. Well, as many times as somebody hurts us, we should show that same forgiveness. Now, somebody may say, well, what if I'm in an abusive situation? Or what if I, you know, if you're, if you're in a relationship and you are being abused, particularly if you're a woman and you're being abused by a man, you need to get the heck out of there. All right? I'm talking about physical abuse. Now, if you, you may have fights and arguments and may say things you, know, you, know, you probably shouldn't have said. Then you may need to go get some counseling. But if, if the man is being physically abusive, you need to get the heck out of there. Go to a shelter. Go somewhere. Get out of there. Because that physical abuse will only continue until he kills you. All right? So you need to get the heck out of there. Um, if it's dealing with sexual abuse, you know, maybe you're, you grew up in a, in a home where you were sexually abused from a young age and, you know, how do I find forgiveness? Well, we're not for, you're not, for, you know, God is not saying, uh, make light of what happened to you. You know, what happened to you was horrible and, and disgusting and perverse and, um, and they will have to answer for those, those actions, what they've done by no stretch of imagination, uh, is this God or God's word making light of something so horrendous as that. But you can still find a way to have uh, let go of that hurt, let go of that pain by giving that over to God and having that forgiveness of heart and giving it over to him. I'm not saying you have to confront your abuser. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that you have to have anything to do with that person. You know, you can let that, just let that go, let that, let that bitterness go and give that over to God, you know, and seek counseling, seek Christian counseling, seek help in that situation. So, you know, in abusive situations, because when you start crying about forgiveness, a lot of people have a hard time with that. You're thinking, man, you don't know what I've been through. And I may not. You all watching this morning may have been through some horrible, terrible things in your life. I've done a lot of counseling. And, uh, you know, when I do counseling, it is completely um, private. It is, you know, I don't tell my wife, my dad, my sister, daughter, son, you know, it, it is completely private. And I tell you what, I've been told things that, whew, buddy, I tell you what, it's it's hard uh, to let go. You know, it's hard. To, it's, you wouldn't believe the, the evil things that have happened to individuals. And my wife wonders why I worry so much over my kids uh, because uh, uh, when you hear some of the things that's happened to individuals, it's, it's nightmarish. It really is. But, uh, when we have the Holy Spirit within us, and uh, you and you're saved, you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. 
we need to make sure that we're not harboring bitterness. We're not harboring hatred. We're not harboring these things in our heart. We don't want anything to hinder our relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you are harboring those things, then you need to bring that before God. Right now, uh, I think a lot of people, it's easy to have bitterness. It's easy to have hatred with what's going on in our society right now. Uh, it's easy to maybe, uh, like I said, when it comes to race, maybe you're having a hard time dealing with bitterness in that category, you know, you know, because you were like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be racist, but you know, you can't help but think about racism with it constantly in your face all the time. And so maybe you're having a hard time dealing with that. Give it over to the Lord. Lord, help me to realize that not every African American person is bad. There's a lot of good, wonderful Christian, uh, spirit-filled African Americans out there. They're not all uh, bad individuals who hate cops. Not every cop is a bad person. You know, not every white person is bad. You know, we, we're going to have to not allow the world to suck us into their hatred and bitterness, but rise above it and show the spirit of Jesus Christ, show love, and realize we can't paint everybody with a broad brush. I don't care if you're Asian or African or uh, Indian or whatever, you know. Uh, there, there are those out there who truly love the Lord that are good people. And so we got to be very careful about that and not look at every person as, as if they're the ones who are, who are, are causing a divide because that's not true. Now, it's tough when you're out there and you're trying to be nice, and I don't care what color you are. Uh, I hate going to Walmart, and nothing makes me more angry than to be at Walmart and try to show politeness and kindness and say, you know, hey, I'm sorry, excuse me, and they look at you like you're stupid. Uh, that makes me want to uh, cause um, uh, redneck to come out. <laughs> so. You know, but uh, we're going to have to put away this stuff, guys. We can't allow this this root of hatred uh, and bitterness to um, take seed in our hearts. And I think it's very easy to do right now with everything that's going on in our society. And that's one reason why I preface uh, these devotions uh, with some uh, somewhat of a political commentary, because oftentimes that political commentary uh, bleeds over into our devotions, just like the, what I was talking about this this, this morning, uh, how the Holy Spirit we're talking about not grieving the Holy Spirit to have, show forgiveness, to show love, uh, you know, and it, it, a lot of times these things go hand in hand. And, uh, in fact, we can look at Second Corinthians 5, 5, says, Now he who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave to us the Spirit as a pledge. He does not say that this is only applied to those at Corinth who were spiritually mature or had sought this blessing, but he writes it to the entire church, to the same church he wrote, for by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, we were all made to drink of one Spirit. All right, and then you see again in Ephesians 4.30, he commands, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Again, he does not apply that only some had been sealed. It was the blessing of all in the church of Ephesus who had believed in Christ. So you look at that there, all right, and particularly in um, 1 Corinthians 12.13, and he's talking about it, this is, is one body, Jew, Greek, slave, or free. In other words, it doesn't matter. You know, again, if you want to pull racism into the to this category, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter at all. It, it is the word of God is for everybody and anybody to receive. And so we're going to have to rise above. I know it's hard. I know it's tough uh, to when you watch the news and you feel the anger rising up within you because of what's going on in our society. Uh, I get so mad at the TV. I start screaming at it. And Brandy's like, just turn the news off. <laughs> you know, I get so mad. 
But uh, we're going to start showing Jesus. Like I said about your day, we've got to be a lot in the world. We've got to be a, the salt of the earth. We've got to preserve what is right and holy. And if we're getting sucked in to this racial divide, you know, remember, we are set apart as Christians. And so we can't be sucked into that. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. And oh, I got that backwards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're in it, but we're not of it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we've got to, uh, uh, we're, we're just passing through, but still, we've got to show that love and we've got to show that kindness to those around us. So, uh, you know, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, I, well, nobody's perfect. Uh, we do have that paracletos to help us uh, when we're struggling. You know, uh, if you're dealing with depression, anger, uh, we have the paracletos, the Holy Spirit to help us, to encourage us. And uh, don't forget to show that love, uh, to put away that bitterness, that anger, and uh, to show forgiveness uh, to those. Because, like I said, we expect God to forgive us, uh, ad infinitum, but uh, yet we want to withhold forgiveness to those. Uh, you know, you might say, well, they don't deserve it. We don't deserve forgiveness either when we go for God in prayer. But we've got to put that by pettiness behind us and show it. And it's tough, trust me. I've, I've been trying to um, reach out. I'm not trying to throw roses on my shoulder like I'm super Christian but I've actually been I've been trying hard to uh, to approach individuals that I felt like I have uh, mistreated and trying to uh, reconcile to those I feel like I can uh, you know there's some out there that uh, you know they're going to respond in a negative way well, hey I'll just have forgiveness from afar say Lord forgive me I mean forgive that situation forgive this person help me to have forgiveness in my heart for them and if there's an opportunity to ever cross paths and talk it out, so be it. If not, I know in my heart I have forgiven. And that's all we can do. And they don't always necessarily mean confronting and going to that individual. So uh, just remember, we are spirit-filled Christians. That happens at the moment of salvation. And we have to work hard uh, to make sure we don't grieve that spirit and do what is right in the eyes of God. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Lord, thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us uh, to not grieve the Holy Spirit. Help us to not withhold forgiveness, but to give it freely. And Lord, let us let go of any bitterness and hatred that we may have towards another individual. And Lord, help us, help this country, Lord, that is dealing with such a great racial divide. Bring healing upon this land. And Lord, let us not look on the appearance, but let us look on the heart. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch all, protect us till we meet again. And Lord, I do pray for uh, Wendy James. You bring healing upon her and Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. Uh, Lord, I do pray uh, for... Uh, uh, a woman in our church, Debbie, who's uh, having a rough time and been put on a ventilator. Uh, Lord, I do pray for uh, Ginger Hood and Troy and Lyndon David Feathers and uh, Jane Kitchings and Ron Thompson. The Lord, just be with us this day, this weekend, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope all you guys and gals have a good and wonderful, blessed day today. And uh, just don't forget 
that uh, if you ever have trouble getting on uh, watching on Facebook, you can watch whether devotions or our services on flbconline.com. So remember, there's a lot of times when uh, Facebook is giving us a fit, and uh, and so remember, you can always go to the website and watch. And uh, so don't forget that. And also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. And you can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. And don't forget to join us at Fat Life Bible Church this Sunday at 118 Julie Lane at 11 a.m. And Dr. Vic Young will be bringing the morning service, Lord willing, at 6 o'clock uh, on, for our online service only. We'll continue our study in Second Peter. All right, my friends, hope everybody has a blessed weekend, a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.